Ladies and gentlemen, the Common Chaos Podcast, back in your life. I am your host, Brian Kern, as always. Before we get into it, this episode is brought to you by Fightback CBD. Hashtag Team Fightback, that's right. Fightback CBD is Austin, Texas's number one CBD oil. It sponsors athletes and human beings just like yourself all over from all over the world. And its owners, Justin McClenney, is one of the realest motherfuckers I have ever met. I just did an episode with him. That is actually the most recent episode before this one, so I encourage you to go listen to it. He is the owner of Fightback CBD. Fightback CBD is a 100% THC-free CBD oil. Helps with aches, pains, strains, joints, muscle soreness, anxiety, all that stuff. CBD, it's the, like the miracle drug that everybody talks about and everybody's sponsored by it. So sure enough, Common Chaos is sponsored by a, Fipa- er, sponsored by a CBD company. Get it. You can actually get it for 20% off. So head on over to fightbackcbd.com. Put in the promo code CHAOS, C-H-A-O-S, and save 20% on your order. They have the original version, which is 600 milligrams. Comes in a little trinket. Drop it under your tongue. They have the night version, which includes lavender and melatonin to put your ass to sleep. And then there's an extra strength version, version, 1,200 milligrams, motherfuckers. So get your CBD oil at fightbackcbd.com. This episode of the podcast includes my good friend and my brother, Matt Musselwhite. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, guys. Uh, Matt came down once again and joined me for another episode of the podcast. Uh, he was on late last year. He, Since he was on last, he has been through... Many trials and tribulations, including a near-death experience in Canada, um, the coronavirus, not having a job, <laughs> so he's just been through a lot. So uh, he's back on the episode. Me and him are working on some stuff together, um, and in doing so, we've been able to spend more time together uh, and just dig into each other's creative sides, and whenever he's down, we try to get on the mics and talk some shit and have some fun and that's exactly what we did we got a little too high for this episode too um but it's fine because it it flows beautifully um and yeah so i hope you guys enjoy it like i said check out the most previous uh episode with justin mcclenny the owner of fightback cbd it's a great episode Uh, i hope you all enjoy this one with matt he blasts out his social medias at the end of it they'll be in the show notes as always, commonchaos.net for all your needs. Thank you guys who participated in the email list and uh, merch giveaway. I'll be shooting those emails out here shortly for you. And yeah, the common chaos on Instagram, on Twitter, of Brian of Death on Instagram and Twitter. And I think that's it. Love you guys. I assure you that- All right, I did want to initially talk about your trip too. Now we're back on, uh, and your dreams being scary, and all that. You're not gonna vape, so you've got all 2020 not vaping. Good job, proud of you. Thanks. You should be proud of yourself. I haven't smoked weed until um, just just now. Five minutes ago. Yeah, about five minutes ago. <laughs> oh, so man. I'm about five minutes and 45 seconds um, clean to that. This has. Uh, Before that, it was like two and a half weeks. This one has been lighting me up too. 
you know, I, cause I, I, I didn't, I got my, my teeth out, so I wasn't smoking and I did eat edibles though a couple times. And that was you cool. did with me. Yeah. You, and they yeah, did fucking nothing. Yeah. Cause you were fucking dabbing nonstop. I, I think I, I just, I'm not an edible guy. The only time there's only been two times in my life that edibles really like did something and they were very extreme. Yeah. Um, Oh no! The first time being just your your regu- regular run of the mill crappy weed brownies, but someone we knew was like near a farm where they were growing a bunch of weed, so they had an abundance, and they used like the shavings from it, and it was just nasty. And they it was it was so full of weed each bite of brownie, and it was real things they didn't they didn't know how to cook shit or bake anything. Do you remember when we ate pot brownies with Nick and Jess and Jessica back in high school, our senior year? I don't think I did. No, I probably wasn't with got, you. We got Ricky high, Ricky, the dude in the wheelchair. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, it was awesome. I definitely wasn't with you. Um, she hated me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody and, did. Yeah, and you did. Me and you weren't cool at that point. We weren't cool until uh, sober grad night. Yeah, that was a memorable night. But anyways, back to your uh, what you were what you were saying. Uh, the only time the the only other edible that was good was Tiki Killers gummies. Um. I was I was headed back from a tour and I was by myself in Utah and I had them left over so me and my buddy took some and we're just sitting on the bus fucked out of our minds. They were 300 milligrams of gummy and I think I ate like two of them because like one one was like halved or I don't know something about it and then they they tasted gross as shit. The watermelon flavor is terrible, but they were stupid effective. I thought I was tripping acid. I had to keep asking them if we were moving. And we were not moving. The bus was not mo- moving because the only person that had the keys or was driving it was me. Mm. Back on ketamine, right? I told you. I told you we talked about this. Is we this were... the episode that's sponsored by ketamine? No, it's not sponsored by ketamine yet. However, um, I have made a connection with a guy that does this uh, ketamine psychotherapy here in Austin. He starts it. He does jujitsu down at Tenth Planet, and he reached out to me. How after an does episode. one do therapy with that? So check it out. Okay, so Neil Brennan. By the way. I'm on my way to the moon, ladies and gentlemen. All right, I hadn't I hadn't been smoking, and I it's gonna be a real long. Just <laughs> I haven't been in the last couple of days. Uh, I've had the uh, privilege of, and I'm not ready for it. But so I mean, neither am I. But you see me keeping composure. We're on it. Um, and so yeah, ketamine. Uh, Neil Brennan was on Rogan a couple different times. And he was talking about how he suffers from really bad depression, social anxiety disorders, a bunch of different things, right? And um, the funny ones always do. Obviously, he's not trying to uh, go through this process of like being dumb, numbed up and dumbed down, right? And he's very well aware of like SSRIs and how they can basically fuck your endocrine system up and throw your hormones all out of whack and just create a bunch of issues. And so he was seeking other options. He learned about, I guess, this ketamine treatment therapy. And what they do is you get ketamine delivered into your veins for 45 minutes and you wear a sleeping mask and you're basically fucking going through the universe. But you're fucking listening to your therapist. Your therapist is just taking you through these things. And he goes, dude, it's fucking out. It's out of this world. Like, and he's he now off all of his medication. He goes back and he does this, I guess, periodically. At least the last time on, when he was on the episode, that's what he talked about doing. Wow. And he had a couple different treatments. He goes the days like there a day or two after is really rough in recovery terms because you feel like groggy, you're all out of it. Like he says, it fucks you up. But it's forty five minutes of just profound realization and growth, which is like 
and so this dude reached out to me and I was like what and he's like yeah man if you ever want to fucking talk or if you ever want to hear about this and or if you ever want to spend eighty dollars uh, I think I'm gonna try to do mushrooms when I go back to California so I want to like I want to sit down with him and I think I'm ready for is that. he like a shaman or something I don't know he created it I'm gonna talk to him he does jujitsu probably he does uh, uh, ten planet. Uh, psychotherapy sounds like doing super hard drugs with a babysitter. Um, I mean, I think that's the point is you're put through like a pretty intense psycho, you know, you're pretty, you're, you're tested, right? Like it's supposed to be this. Sounds psycho. Yeah, kind of. I would not want to do any of that. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want anything to do with it. Why are you been afraid of your dreams? Dreams are bad. I mean, they haven't been nightmares. They're just like shit happening that you wake up and it's like, oh, that's, I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Like. It, it, it feels exhausting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to build a go-kart with my ex-landlord. I just want to go to sleep. When I do when I do get off, off of weed, that's something I look forward to is like the dreams because they off come back the pretty... Weed. Off the weed. man. The uh, weed, as Stephen A. Smith would say. <laughs> weed! That guy. I, how do you feel about the him and Rogan beef? Uh, that's like old news. It's but annoying, but... I'll take Stephen A. Smith in any fight any day, no matter how wrong he is. Or how horrible he is at it. Have you seen him? Have you seen him? He's he's a, he's the best at his job. Oh, I mean, what's his job? I, that's what being loud and annoying to and each his own in your face. To each However, you don't think he's annoying? <laughs> the whole show's annoying. It's talking heads yelling over each other, but it's the most popular show on the network, and it's why mm. no none of the smart shows succeed. They just canceled High Noon. You've been going ham on Twitter, too, with your statistic drops on Levitard and, and defending all the, uh, the yeah. tards out there. And yeah, if you go against people I like, I just start trolling you. So if anybody's not on Twitter, get on Twitter. NASCAR fans, wrestling fans, and uh, Levitard <laughs> listeners, I've just been yeah going at it. Because that guy Clay Travis is like going at Levitard, so I yeah. just figured, why not shit on him? I got blocked immediately. And he, you're still blocked on Facebook. Uh, yeah, I'm on a... Th- I'm, I'm, uh, 12 more days on my 30-day ban from Facebook. When does that stop? When do you stop shooting to get blocked? And uh, Probably when I just delete the app. Hmm. I mean, the, but anyone... <laughs> <laughs> the realization came across your face, too, as you realize you're like, oh, probably when I just stopped. Anyone would have been guilty of what I did to get the 30-day ban. But, but why it's a 30-day ban is because I got banned, like, 14 times last year. So anytime I get reported now, I probably shouldn't be saying this because everyone's going to go report, report me. Report, report, They're going to report every comment. I called an anti-vaxxer an idiot on Facebook. I said, you're just another idiot on Facebook. And he reported it as bullying. Yeah, it's a very thing. It's a real thing. So you the eight, the seven bully. day ban becomes an instant thirty day ban, and uh, now I gotta wait a long time before I can call any other anti vaxxer an idiot. He was saying that it was safe to go, basically like daring people. Well, if you got vaccinated, why don't you just go to China then? Because you won't get coronavirus. And I was like, there's that doesn't make any sense on any level. That's not even what anti vaxxers argue. Yeah. At all, there's no known coronavirus vaccine, so you wouldn't have got that before. We're gonna talk about it, so let's just talk about it. The coronavirus, all right, so, comes from Corona beer. Are you? Oh man, those. Thirty eight percent of Americans will not drink Corona under any circumstances, is according that a true to fact? a recent CNN poll. I <laughs> people, I think, are gonna fact check that. <laughs> it's it's a CNN poll. Okay, so th- you believe it at your discretion, but believe that's what they said. Discretion, motherfuckers. Um, 
that's one thing that has become ridiculously hard for me is because I'm in this journalism class and I have to try to like gather as much information from different sources as I can. And a lot of it's just bits and pieces of the same bullshit and the same information. The coronavirus thing is fucking outrageous, dude. Like I'm, I'm flying in April and it's a little nerve wracking cause I don't want to get sick. And that's my <laughs> biggest thing. Dude, when I fly, I'm, there's always someone blowing up the fucking bathroom in a bathroom in an airport bathroom. If you ever go into an airport bathroom, nine times out of 10, there is yes. And it's horrible, dude. It's the worst. They like guaranteed little, the bathrooms at airports and the bathrooms and truck stops always smell like poo poo. The fucking security is not doing their job cause there's bombs all up in that airport <laughs> and it's fucking horrendous shit. And it's gross, dude. And I know that that's just like a festering for like disease. And I know now it's everywhere. Like I think that there's one fucking case in like every state, right? It's all it's in the U.S. Here, it's here. People I just like, saw a video of a stewardess showing how dirty the actual planes are and how they're not clean, how the tray tables aren't clean, how the pillows aren't clean, what's and even... how the co- you should never order coffee on a plane oh, I... because they don't filter the water. But like four times a year. Oh. What's almost more nerve-wracking than any of this is the fact that Pence is now in charge of it all. <laughs> He's like the one that's going to lead us into this World War Z after effect of just grossness, dude. And this is, ah, uh, man. Why not? And I know it's not even really that threatening. I'm, I'm like exaggerating, obviously. I know it's not that threatening. And Depending on who you listen if, to. If you're, if you're us, you're fine, I think, for the most part. Like, they're basically saying it's not even... Old people like are dying. Flu. Yeah, it's the flu-style symptoms. That's what's going to get you. If they were already headed out anyways. So, like, you know, we're fine. It's no big deal. I don't drink Corona. I stopped drinking. I've only, the only time I drank yeah, this year it. was with you. And both drinks, one tasted like Windex and the other tasted like cologne. Uh, Roger from the Bronx officially uh, flew the coop. So uh, There's no gonna, New Yorkers here anymore? We're probably going to go... Deadass? Probably going to go no more deadasses. We're probably going to go uh, like later today and chill with them while you're here. I noticed there was no Tims at the door. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, he's, I think he still does have some coffee. Ice coffee! Okay. Nope. Back. I'm okay. All right, coronavirus. Sounds like you already have it. Corona! Good to go. Are you sure? I don't know if you are. Very good. Okay. How you feeling? You look, you look like you're healing up pretty good. Tell me about your trip. We were going to talk about your trip on the podcast just because it's something that you did I went and to I feel Canada like, I feel like I feel like it was a little bit of a lesson for you I don't recommend going to Canada in January maybe not a lesson but an experience for sure it was an experience yeah uh, I went to Canada for work when people ask me what do you do I just reply computers that's not what he does <clears throat> it's way quicker to explain though because then if you say <laughs> computers <laughs> they, they stop asking too which is awesome so definitely try that but it's easier to explain, like, oh, I drive bands. Oh, what bands? And then I list oh, them, man. and they've either never heard of them and question me more, or, I, you know, I say, oh, that's a reggae band. Oh, so you smoke weed. It's like, uh, of course. I was kind of, I never really knew how to, like, explain I hate the scene or any of that kind of stuff, or even, like, the podcast. It's just like, it's oh, an I enigma. Do, you can't explain it. I kind of do this, and it's this, and I, there's no, especially when you're into, like, obscure shit, there's no, like, wrapped up version like hey this is what i do that are going to peak people's interests and then it always peaks the wrong interest because <laughs> everybody wants to now know everything about it yeah and it's just every okay. time i get my hair cut and they're like oh it's been a long time since you got your hair cut i'm like yeah i was out of town you know i was out of town for work i was in canada oh what do you do 
computers. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. just it stops it right there. I don't want to have to explain. Oh, I was with this reggae band, and I was the token white guy to get them in the country. And legitimately, I, that was why you were summoned. I didn't even realize that. And I guess this is like an atonement how to how like not that? racist I am. But when I got home, I was like, oh yeah. I was the only white guy that I was their token white guy because I was like, why didn't they just drive into Canada with me? And he he told me on the tour, he's like, when they see that Jamaican passport, they you know, they fucking search everything. And I was like, well, I don't blame you. So they they flew out of the tiniest airport I've ever seen. I would not fly on those planes. No. They, they was straight into the fucking ocean. But it, we went all over the tiniest, weirdest, most obscure parts of Canada, uh, Fernie, British Columbia. Campbell River, uh, just all over the place. Uh, super icy, super cold. I slipped at a hotel. Uh, do I do I give them a plug? No, fuck them. Fuck that hotel in Fernie, British Columbia. Um, they owe my medical bills. I slipped and busted my face open and bled all over the place. It was dope. He still has the scar on his eyebrow. It's still. A... I bear this scar forever. Yep. But it's not. I mean, not like a scar. Obviously, you're gonna have the scar, but it's like a. He still has a bandaid on it. Still bruised, and this was. Over a month ago, yeah, it's yeah. like a it's like a boxer cut on the eye, like where you get punched and it bleeds because there's just skin and not enough meat there, so it's ugly. And but the worst part about it is people want to ask if I got in a fight or something. And this fucking gas station attendant in uh, Washington, when I entered the country uh, from Canada, I stopped to get gas, and he goes, "Oh, you're lucky they didn't take your eye." And I said, "Motherfucker, you don't even know what happened. You need to shut the fuck up and mind your own business." And let me get twenty on number three. 20 on number three what is this <laughs> i was getting gas <laughs> it was way more than 20 too it was like one of them mercedes sprinter vans so it was like we get 80 and diesel so what did you do to pass the time i imagine you sent me pictures of your hotel <laughs> and your hotel room god uh most of the hotels the were like Bowl, unfortunately no i watched the super bowl while i was driving Oh yeah, that's right. You said you had it on your app. I yeah, I got the when you went to the Fox Sports app, it immediately went to the Super Bowl, and I put that on the dash, and I watched it there, and just kept peeking up at the road. Icy um, roads, mind you. I mean, it was just starting to get icy in in Washington. Uh, once I left that state, it was just horrible. But like from Campbell River, British Columbia, to Orlando, Florida, that's for that's like the longest road trip. A return trip I've ever fucking done. Chris, like, completely crisscross diagonal over the country. That's pretty dope. I mean, Were you at, like, I went some through high the high elevations. Or you pretty... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we we went up through Saskatchewan was terrible. I don't I don't know what the elevation is there, but it was just terrible. It was super snowy. Every road was covered in snow. If it wasn't iced over, and then by the time I got to British Columbia, we went up real high elevation. And actually spun the back tires. Didn't spin out 360, but spun out a good 90 degree as I was passing a stopped 18-wheeler in our lane. So I spun in the opposite lane and couldn't get the tires to get any traction. They were already kind of bald. We didn't have snow tires. We didn't have chains. We weren't well equipped. Um, but I just, I, I'm not a quitter. I said, I'll just, they pay me to drive. So I'm gonna drive until this bitch spins out. And it got to a point where I was like, we are for sure not going to make it. There's no way. And so they're telling me to slow down and I'm thinking, oh, I need to keep like a good 20 miles, 30 miles per hour. So I can have the enough speed to keep going because if we stop, it's not going to go again. And sure enough, we had to get pulled out. Like we had like 
what what's the the British Columbia Canadian version of Caltrans? We had them fucking pull us out, turn us around, and I rolled down the mountain. Whoa. Yeah, it was bad. You know, like when it's really really snowy. Like, the trees are covered in snow, the embankments on the side of the road are all snow, and you can't see the lines in the road anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had the window down, because, like, I had to smoke a couple joints to keep calm, and... Oh, my God. (laughs) And... And it was just so... That's never a good... I had to smoke a couple joints so I could fucking be calm, man. So I could just fucking calm down. It was like Vietnam. Be cool. It was so quiet and eerie when I rolled the window down because it's just snowing. There's no sound of shit. Like, there, we, we, it got to a point where we weren't even passing enough cars. Like, nobody was coming the other way. So I was like, eh, this bitch is probably closed somewhere. Fuck, um, dude. That's terrifying. Yeah, so when we when we got turned around and got down the mountain, um, we went and took a like thirty minute ferry ride around the mountain, and got to this town and stayed in a hotel there. I mean, it was so bad, dude. They I couldn't focus on the road anymore, and I was seeing and hearing things, and I couldn't my I, my mind had gone insane because I was just up too long and and staring at the road. I had to give it up and had someone else drive for like twenty minutes, and um, slept for that, slept on the ferry, and then got to. I don't even know. It was some, like, ski resort town that wasn't even in season yet. It was too snowy for anyone to even want to be up there. It was, yeah, the whole lake that they had up there was frozen over. It was strange. Um, How was the drive, like, Caddy Corner down the U.S. going from Washington to Florida? uh, I imagine you probably saw some cool shit doing that. It was awful. I I didn't (laughs) do There was nothing cool to see. Like, it looks nice in Washington, but I cut over from Washington to Idaho to Montana to South Dakota and, and I don't know what, Missouri. By the time, like, it was freezing temps all through there. And I had to worry about ice. And then I, I got off the interstate and cut across at one point, And it was snowing. And at times you couldn't see the road mm-hmm. um, because snow had blown onto it. it. But it got pretty bad. But when I got to... uh st louis it was a literal fucking blizzard oh no and i'm in traffic so i'm like okay well at least like i know people are still driving in this right but you had to go at like 15 20 miles an hour on the fucking interstate and if i switched lanes you sloshed across getting to the next lane because there wasn't like there wasn't a truck in front of you pushing the snow out the way uh it it was bad i hate the snow a lot I've very few experiences driving in it. I mean, I have, and it sucks. It's definitely not not fun. I can't imagine having to do it for that long and go across the fucking country. And in that, I can't imagine any of that. It it sucked. Uh, Do you think you're gonna drive anymore? I I don't know. Are you? You took that one on kind of like a. Yeah, they hit me up at an. I had to leave like the next day. Um, Their driver got denied entry into Canada, so I just jumped on that. Uh, I mean, if if those guys came back and asked me and, and wanted to pay me that much then yeah but they're also not the type of band that's doing like a month-long run mm-hmm. so that, that's the benefit when you work with like um bands that have like older gentlemen or uh, with these guys like some of them are kind of like legendary uh that they're they need to be accommodated more so they're they're not doing a tour bus they're doing a van to drive back and forth during the day um and they're staying in hotels every night so it's 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 a little nicer um plus like they're they're gonna 
they're going to give you just about the same treatment and accommodation they're getting as far as the hotels. The only difference was homie was getting a balcony to smoke joints on because they mad roll up. And um, I had a, I bought a little silicone bowl that I was hitting. And the disposable vapes that you buy at dispensaries in Canada fucking suck. Because they're regulated, right? They're like, you can only get a certain amount out of them at a certain amount of time or whatever. The docet, or it's, yeah. the docet vaporizer um, disposable was was dosed out and it's only a two second hit before it stops going i got this red one i don't know what the hell it was called but you could hit it forever um it was decent but their weed is just not as strong as anything in the u.s dude we get spoiled with california and and i mean really all over washington has put me on the fucking stars uh definitely oregon in california there's some fire in oregon i don't know if i've had any oregon weed uh i had some killer prices in oregon on on weed and wax and like i said i think i said this in another podcast denver sucks for weed and dabs the uh, prices suck you can get good quality but you're going to pay through the ass if you get outside the well, city they're the ones you're that straight. started it they're the ones that like the the i mean denver well then what's the, the hub, excuse hub. for portland because well, portland still has good prices well right but portland came after my point is they, denver, came, they were like the, they got legalized on the same day didn't they washington and oregon no, Den- Denver decriminalized like a long ass time ago. When they oh, but finally, they were slinging this out of like downtown they, at like the dispensaries, like just walk in and buy it. That's what I mean. Like, so they've been kind of they were the first state that had like the president over the other states on like how to run it, so they taxed it high. That was the whole point because they made like billions of dollars back in taxes. Like, the I don't first know. Year I, it was legalized. I didn't they might like have done it at it the same time, but Denver spearheaded that whole like. I went to Rocky Mountain High and I paid nineteen dollars a gram. It's like I I could go get it from Bebo in the desert for cheaper. Like fuck that. It's not cool. Would you be able to go to the desert in November with us? Let me check my schedule. Uh, Looks like I ain't doing shit. Oh my god. You really, you gotta have some sort of plan for like in there. I have a plan for November. In, that's why I'm asking in you November, because I'm planning things. Yeah, in November I'm, I'll I should be doing something. But I mean, look at how the last job popped up. I don't I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Hopefully I'm famous by then. Why do you want to be famous? We're, I doubt we're gonna be famous, my guy. I'm Dude. gonna be honest with you. I love you. I love you. I'm pretty yeah, sure there's deserve, something on my shoes that to, says not to doubt me. You deserve to. You deserve, What do you have on? You got the LeBron James. LeBron promises. James 17. I promise. It's got a bunch of inspirational shit on it, and I was talking about being a sucker for all that, and then we got onto the discussion of... If I'm not famous, then I won't have the power to help and inspire others. And you definitely deserve to be heard, 100%. I want to be heard with you, man. I want to be famous. I've come to that conclusion. Like, So I've been getting really deep lately, right, with Becca and just my life because of just shit that's going on and living, and I've been fucking just nonstop, man, and on, 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 on some good ones, and it's been a lot of... Uh, I want to say I've had a lot of like breakthrough moments and I've definitely come to the realization that I definitely need attention. <laughs> like, and that's the stem of like a lot of my issues in weird ways. I'm a princess and uh, I want attention. You know, I do Lucky man. Me. And it would be dope to be famous. Right. But sometimes I'm like, man, being famous is gross. Being famous is like, that's stupid. Who wants to be famous? Why would I want to be famous? My life's Most cool of the people now. that want to be famous want to be famous for shitty reasons. Yeah, I, stupid exactly, talent. exactly. And like, I don't want to be famous associ- for famous sake. I don't want to be. And I've never s- thought in that sense. I want to be famous for a talent. But isn't famous like with shallow? fame is going to yeah. come that kind of like it inherently is almost kind of shallow, right? Like being yeah. famous. Aren't we all shallow? I mean, yeah, yeah. 
Beauty's only skin deep. I oh my, now you're just unless saying, you got a fat ass. Now you're just saying cliches. Now you're just cliche, now you're just a shoelace for. <laughs> now you're just a shoelace. This podcast is this LeBron shitty. seventeen. I promise a podcast. I regrets. <laughs> regrets. Uh, you know, I feel like fame is. Kind I, of, oh, I just got that. The I regrets. That's what my shoes would be. The muscle white seventeens. I yeah, regret. Yeah, it would just be like my face the day I dropped out of COD. Your like how do I give a fuck? Your whole life. Yeah. I was going to school to be on the radio. I got on the radio and I dropped out of school. It was brilliant. I mean, it was like the perfect idea. Oh, apparently I don't need this. And now I realize everyone on the radio has a degree of some sort. (sighs) Fucked up. I regrets <laughs> firsthand. I, the first edition of the I regrets here on the coming on the podcast. Man, you're ballsy because I feel like we are already losing ourselves. Uh, I'm from California, so like smoking up? weed is just like drinking ice water at this point. But in all reality, you feel like you have to be famous. In all reality, in I, all actuality, by the time I die, like- yeah, I do. I really do. I'm that fucked up. Yeah, famous for something. That's narcissistic behavior, I think. Mm. Maybe I, don't, I wouldn't rule it out. Better be a narcissist than a socialist. That concludes today's episode. <laughs> Brian just took another hit, but it was probably just straight ash. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It was. Yeah, so you're not even. Yeah, you're not even high. I mean, I probably didn't need it to be honest. I yeah. So I stopped smoking after I took a huge dab. No, and we're I, over that. We're I talking about being so famous. Lost. We're over that now. We're talking. I'm about... over. I'm over talking about being famous. No, because there's something in there that that's. Okay, so we're going to do this podcast. We're going to do our thing, right? We're going to come back and do a bunch of shit. I don't want to have the wrong intentions behind it. And I can't guarantee that we're going to be famous. Did you ever think my intentions were pure? I hope. I'd hope. Yeah, Matt. I fucking hope. I thought that's why we were friends. God damn it. I, what the fuck? <laughs> you knew what this was. You knew what. You did this. You know what this was. God damn it. You've known me since junior year of high school. When I made an obscure wrestling reference. I feel like... In Mr. Lycan's class. And fuck him. He's definitely dead by now. So R.I.P. But I totally flipped that guy off. Yeah, you did. I hope you're proud. I am. I... Because he brought up that he had a parent-teacher conference with my mom. And he tried to embarrass me in the class. And I flipped him off. He kicked me out. I had to sit outside. Then the lawnmower came by. And I had to come back in like, Dude, are you fucking done yet? This is a true statement. But I don't think we... <laughs> completely <laughs> off track. Also a feature. So back the, to the coronavirus. On the I regret, on the I regret shoelaces. It's going to be the hair that came out of Mr. Lycan's ears. What is? On my I regret shoes. Oh my God. Anyways, the the point to the attention and the, the fame, like... I, I, mm, I what, I'm a dick? No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with you. I, there's a part of me that wants it too. So like I'm, I'm, I've been trying to scheme like what could we do to... Outside of build like a network that just ridiculously builds upon itself, and we get a bunch content of great content. Content is key. You need to the, the what what brought me down before is what would blow you up today. You gotta have a shit ton of media. Yeah. You gotta yeah. have the YouTube. You gotta have the socials. You gotta have the podcast. You got fuck. I told you I was gonna hit every platform. I would start streaming video games. Keep getting banned on them though, which is kind of that's my personal account. You notice that I tweet. 
I mean, slightly less rude shit on the I Hate the Scene account. I did burn one of your buddies, though. They tried to burn you about, like, working out at night, and they said they would drink at night. And I said, bro, you have an 18 Visions post pinned. You need to see yourself out. <laughs> oh, my God. That's JJ. That's, the, that's oh, fucking that's, JJ. Oh, that guy. It's the... Wow, you really haven't been paying attention to my Twitter. I've been on fire no, lately. I did. I, no, I did. That's how I know it was him. I saw that comment. I'm actually... I'm about to, I'm about to do fire. my. I'm about to do my daily tweet right now. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Here's my Twitter plug of Brian of Death. I do a daily tweet. I've missed like one day this year, but I've been on it. I've been your consistent. daily tweets are my least favorite tweets that you do. They're the only tweets I do pretty much. Oh well, no, I do more. I also, isn't it like out of 366? And that's what made me realize it was leap year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And then we just had leap day. You have an 18 visions tweet pin. See yourself. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. That's fucking great. What? That, an, uh, it's very on top, on brand for that uh, on, account. On brand for him for sure. Speaking of on, isn't he like on spectrum? <laughs> I didn't say anything. What? He does my heart. He does my heart episode every year. We do hard? We, yeah, hard summer, the rave. We go to the rave and we do an episode every year. Hard? Yeah, hard summer. Yeah, hard summer. Matt, do I need to repeat it? Hard fest. It's called hard fest. It's a yearly it's festival. A rave? They do every year during the summer. What's hard about it's it? It's a rave. It's fucking hard, son. Take a bunch of poppers and we all are, it bro. It goes hard. <laughs> it goes real fucking hard. You don't need it. to hold my hand. Just hold my stick. I've never pictured you as the raver type, but now that you say that, I'm just and is I'm just picturing you with a bunch of candy bracelets and like neon skirts. I don't go that hard. JJ does for sure. Well, then you should go to soft fest. He texted me yesterday. He goes, "I've officially decided on my first tattoo. I'll be getting it in the next couple of months." So I go, "What is it? I need to know." Eighteen visions. And so hopefully he like, carries on with the 18 Visions rack. So weird, right? He's super into hardcore. He's into like hoods. Let me take a He's guess. Is Bane. he into Motionless and White? No. but it, no, They're no, no, an 18 no, 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 Visions no. spinoff. He only likes 18 Visions and because that was like back in the day when he was super into like the metalcore scene and you said hoods he yeah now he's into like hoods and fucking bane he's always been into hardcore he fucking went and saw terror and fucking have heart and a bunch of bands recently um you got to be kind of racist to like terror it's a hot take but i'm <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I approve. <laughs> I liked it. I like that hot take. Yes, I, I agree with that one. Yep, you gotta kind of be, you gotta kind of be a racist to like terror. And you know what? Just a little racist. I think JJ might be a little racist. Just a little I think he racist. Might have a little tinge, among other things. <laughs> you might have a tinge of some stuff. You're not full blown clan meetings and wearing hoods, but you like hoods. You like the. <laughs> You're not from the hood. You definitely don't understand oh, the hood. Shit. He's really into hardcore, and he every year goes to all his screen names summer. have x in the front and the end, the end of it definitely not straight edge <laughs> um and so it's been like four or five no five years that we've gone no it's been one week since you looked at me oh no it we've been going six years but we've only done the podcast for like four of them this will be year five year four actually so yeah no i don't know fuck you can't count either how many summers have we oh, been getting right, hard? Get, look at, look at, look at, look at, look at, look at. He just texts me and goes, "KOTF" in quotations, just above my left knee for terror. <laughs> KOTF. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> King of the Fallen. Oh man. Oh shit. 
Oh, man. <laughs> that is too good for terror. And we were just fucking talking. Gross. Might as well just get KOTA for Knights of the Abyss. He's at the NAS- NASCAR race right now. Fuck. Well, the racist part was right. Because, like, everyone at the track is racist. Except, you know what? I've been to Auto Club Speedway a shit ton of times. Because I'm a NASCAR fan, but I'm not racist. And there's always one group of black folks. And you know what? Salute to them because that's got to be fucking difficult because there's only one. And you know what you're surrounded by. I can imagine. Yeah. We don't like Bubba Wallace. Why? Because he's black. I see the worst shit posted on NASCAR forums and comments. And it's always the same shit about their one black driver. It's fucked. Didn't the NHL, didn't their commissioner just come out and say some racist, or someone, somebody did, somebody came out and said some racist shit. It wasn't shit. the commissioner, the it was NHL. a coach, and he apparently said it like three years prior. Oh, that's right, we talked about that and bringing it back but up. There's, yeah, there's definitely up. not a, not a whole bunch of black hockey players either. <clears throat> I mean, fuck, it's just not a sport that is fucking popular amongst, that. I don't know, I don't even know why these are discussions, they're aggravating discussions. They're race aggravating talk, because talk race about. talk is what brings us all together and breaks down barriers, Brian. But we're two white guys having a race talk, so we probably shouldn't yeah, we don't do qualify. it. <laughs> uh, we don't have another perspective to bring into this, so let's move on. I am involved in diversity and inclusion chapters. Don't at, fucking lie. My work. No, I am. I am. I and volunteer at the YMCA. I'm ha- I'm helping a girl at my store right now. Well, she's building it, but I'm trying to get everybody to like have their opinions on diversion, di- diversity and inclusion. Diversion. And diversion. Diversion therapy. Uh, I was. I freaked out about the Jeff from State Farm commercial because I was like, "How?" I thought that they were like replace. I didn't see the long version, and then there was the long version, and I was just you got like, angry that they were replacing them with a black man. No, I got angry at the fact that they were replacing the joke of the commercial, which was Jeff and the way he said khakis. But and, the yeah. way he said khakis is the joke. I mean, I think the character of Jeff is khakis. I think that's the joke. That's him, and. I don't know. That's how I, I just. Yeah, you were really distraught that they didn't include him. I thought when you saw the shortened include. version of the commercial, they then you saw the long him. version of what relief just ran over your body. You were so happy that Jeff was back. <laughs> it wasn't that I was happy. You going to cosplay as Jeff from State just, Farm next the, Halloween? The commercial made sense at that point. The commercial made sense in because I thought it was like this weird shoving it in our face. Oh, hey, look, diversity and inclusion. So we're going to make oh Jeff black. God. Like, why wouldn't you just oh make like. God. The family at the beginning black. I feel or like that's kind of racist. Change the commercial. Why? Why is that racist? Because it's basically like, well, why is he got to be a black guy? <laughs> I just feel because I feel like it was forced. Like that's the part. Like that's the part you had to change. You can just make a couple. Of Are you saying that in, at this fictional state just... farm that the, that the new that the new guy was hired because of affirmative action? My point being is, I thought it was like, oh hey, we're gonna shove it in front of everybody's faces. Be- like we're edgy, State Farm, and we're gonna we're fuck edgy because we have a black guy. Oh my god! Yeah, you definitely take this conversation. This is why race talks can't be had on our show with two white guys. We suck at this. I know, and that was my thing. But you know what? We tried. But you know what? And it's almost the end of Black History Month, so we can just go back to talking about anything. It is the end. It's March first. Ooh, Irish Heritage Month (laughs) goes right to the opposite. (laughs) Like that? Did you ever? Okay, I I feel like it kind of aligns with uh, Daryl Davis. Do you know who he is? He's the black dude that's converted a bunch of white Klansmen. Oh. He argues that we probably shouldn't have Black History Month because oh he's black, by the way, because it draws attention to the fact that there's still a separation of like ideals, right? Like, hey, 
we should be able to sit and go there's no need to like have that it's almost like a forced separation if that makes sense like hey we're going to dedicate a month to a bunch of different things now right everybody has a month i was going to say isn't there a latin heritage month but it's like not as publicized there's a lot and yes it's spreading like diversity and and inclusion it is it is spreading that but it's also giving the ones that are racist a reason to continue their like necessity to like be racist if that makes sense bend to the racist's Tensions? Not bend, not bend. Obviously, obviously, it's not that simple, right? Obviously, you don't just make everything equal and everybody forgets about racism. No, it's about like teaching things and like obviously education and understanding and compassion. And there's a bunch of different uh, <laughs> things that go to it. And Taco's dying. I think I think the the same thing is the problem. The problem with that is that any call to equality feels like you're taking something away from the white man. That it's like, I already have all of this, so if you want to also be in my position and have this, I now feel that I need to protect it. And I think a lot of people uh, Mm, subconsciously feel that way. And that's what, when there's a Black History Month, I hear a lot of the, what what I call the ignorant racists, the ones that... They don't even know they're racist, they wouldn't even call themselves that, they're not going to Klan rallies, but they do say and point out the differences, like, oh, well... I bet he does this. It's stereotype like that. Mm-hmm. They. Oh man, I'm too high. And I already forgot my point. <laughs> we were going so deep too. We were. I was just going to say. We got too deep. I think. Well, no, because I, I think that there's. I think that you're right there with that. Which, with, with what you're saying. There's just this weird. They, they feel that when like, there's a black history month, oh, why shouldn't there be a white history exactly, month? Exactly. Exactly. And then you could say, well, that's every other fucking month. I, exactly. That's, that's exactly. That's Labor and Day. can't. Yeah, and you can't you can't sit and pretend that Boxing Day. Pretend that you can make a bunch of like inclusion days and months and years and that it is gonna fix everything. No, what fixes everything is how we, you know, decide to pass along like the sharing of cultures and how we, you know, treat each other and how we erase like this weird stigma of that it is gonna be that way because that's tribalism, I think, to a degree, is like it is gonna what you're talking about how you're feeling like you're having something taken from you or that you feel like you have to defend something i think that's across like all races and sex probably more so maybe for males because it's like the dominant feature but i think that that can be said for anything it just so happens that we had this segregation of race that makes it about being white right like you know you could feel the same way about you know fucking your friends, you a cooler friend comes around, and all of a sudden the cooler friend is like the one that's getting all the attention and stuff, and you feel like you have, you know what I'm saying? It could be that can can be conceptualized to like anything, that feeling of like needing to protect something or yourself, and it just so happens that it gets accentuated in like really gross ways like that, like racism, you know, like the only reason that you feel like you have to defend instead of it being like a Hey, uh, 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 not a care You're not immediately open to equality. Yeah, or open to other ideas or other things. And I say subconsciously because I don't think a lot of, uh, like what I said, like the ignorant white folk are like, they're like trying to do that. They just subconsciously are like, oh, I don't, I don't. I don't want to do that. that it's ha- an instant instinct. All has to do with like experience and what they've experienced. They're probably, you know, from like small fucking towns. Like that's something that I've really noticed out here is how racist people are and like how it is 
solely because they're just cut off from the outside world. They're fucking people that lived in. If you've never towns. had a black friend, it's easier to say the N word with a hard R in your closed home, yes. frequently and freely. Yes, and if that's all you're brought, if that's all you're around you're of course going to exhibit those types of behaviors as well and you're not going to learn any other type of you're not going to learn any other type of perspective because the perspective in your area is so closed off it's so dude and that's cedar i'm talking about cedar park texas i'm fucking so triggered because this is gross dude (laughs) oh my god when i lived in a small town in north carolina uh, i fucked my life up and i lived with uh, some family for three years in north carolina lumberton north carolina it is a shithole lumberton it is a shithole uh, I don't know if it's still the murder capital of North Carolina, but it fucking sucks. Um, I had some friends. They were all a lot younger than me. And I noticed that when they were riding in the backseat of my car, there was a game that they had played for years. I don't know if it was handed down. I don't know where they got it. But they tried to play the shit in my car where when you see a black person walking on the side of the road, you roll the window down and yell the N-word at them because you're driving and you can just keep going. They would do that. They would roll the window down, yell that shit out, and I'm driving. So now I'm thinking, oh, cool. He's just going to remember that red car, and he's going to whoop my ass when he sees me one day because he thinks I'm down with that. Did you say anything to your friends? Oh, I told them to shut the fuck up, and the game stopped altogether. It, they they deaded that shit right there. It was dumb. But we did. there was a lot of dumb shit that we did out there, but that was fucking retarded. You can't say that anymore either. That was autistically on the spectrum. Oh man, you're just digging, you're <laughs> digging just a bigger digging hole. holes. Uh, do you know that the song that the ice cream man plays, whatever? I mean, I thought there was several. I didn't know there was one. There's always like the same song. song. And I heard this. I found I found this out today that that the ice cream man song that plays is actually a racist song that was that was put out by Columbia Records back in like forever ago, called "Inward Love a Watermelon." And if you, as soon as I heard that, it went along with the melody and it blew my mind. And that was, that was something Royce to five, nine taught me today on his album. I'm fact checking right now. How is that new album, by the way? Fucking incredible. The allegory. It's like, tells a story, um, really smarts about race and politics and it applies to what's going on in today's world. It's fucking insane. Definitely an album you need to play from the beginning to the end. In Secession? Yeah, In Secession. Another cool point about the album is that he has all three Griselda members on it on three different songs. So props to that. That was fucking dope. Um, but yeah, it's a really smart album. Smart shit. Hip-hop, hip-hop. Wow. Recall that Ice Cream Truck song? We have unpleasant news for you, NPR. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, I think the song I was humming was that Jibs, does your chain hang low? Does it wobble to the flow? Is that the Ice Cream Man song? I don't know. I, I could have swore there were several. I, I didn't know Ice Cream Trucks. I didn't think there was a universal song. It uh, definitely my, is. Legitimate. I thought they were like... Fun fact, I managed a Christian fun band. Facts? You're just doing who was, fun facts? Yeah, yeah. I managed a Christian band at one time that was like a big Devil Wears Prada ripoff. And they were like, I don't know, freshmen, sophomores in high school. What was the name of the band? Silhouette Symphony. They couldn't even spell it properly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shouts to Justin Jack the time I met him. Um, but they had they had a song they would play. Their like most popular one is like a giant breakdown to the ice cream song. The ice cream man, the ice cream truck. 
Hmm. The fucking yeah, that shit would play, and they like the Word Alive does with half their breakdowns, where it's like programming, and then they do a big breakdown, and all the kids go. Ah. They're fucking playing with not the Word Alive, is it? No, we came as Romans are playing with the Devil's Prada Empire, and I'm like my my palms are real sweaty on that one. I'm just like oh. palms sweaty, palms spaghetti. I don't I'm like we came as Romans, but I'm a huge Devil's Prada fan. That's really depressing about the ice cream selling, man. But I mean, that goes to show just how fucked up. America? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, we're probably gonna fucking this is gonna be crazy. I wasn't I was so excited for the twenty twenties when I did like my year end episode with knives and when I did my first one of the year, I was like, fuck yeah, twenty twenty is gonna be legit. And I'm just World like, War Three, coronavirus like, depression. Like we're really repeating a hundred year cycle and we're repeating ourselves again. Fucking stock market's going to shit. Everybody's dying. Like, this is bad. You know what was popular in the twenties though? And what what blew up? Fighting. Boxing. Yep. So look at the MMA. Hey, did you, did you watch nope. fucking Wilder and Fury? You know, dude, <laughs> if we're going to... Hey, listen. Okay, I, I watched show, it, but here's how I watched no, it. No, no, shut the fuck up. If we're going to do a show and we're going to talk about relevant shit and you force me to listen to your stupid fucking podcasts and your fucking... Whatever you've put in my fucking face and tell me to listen to, I gotta come at you with a little bit of like my stuff. And if you're not gonna watch the biggest boxing match in the entire fucking world, I saw then you're it. not a man. <laughs> I and honestly fucking... thought you were gonna ask about a UFC fight, which I definitely didn't see. I know you didn't. I'm gonna educate <laughs> you on that too. Well, because, okay. Yes, I saw the Wilder Fury fight. I, I found an illegal stream because I refused to pay for the shit. That's, that's something I wanna get yeah, to you on. I sent it to you. Yeah. No, 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 no. You didn't send it to me. I had to find this shit, but I did find it. Um, you 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 told me how to get it. it. Was on Reddit. I found out it's also on Discord. You just gonna fucking out Reddit like that? Dude? Reddit's already on it. They're deleting a shit ton of streams. I don't care. But I yeah, I got the stream shop. at the end of the fight, and so when I tuned in, it was live, and they were still fighting, and I was like, man, Wilder looks beat. And I exited out to send my British friends who really like boxing the link. When I got back on the stream, the fight was over and everyone was celebrating with fury. And I was like, oh shit, what did I miss? I thought he knocked him out. And then I found out about the towel and all that. Here's, I don't, I don't care about the controversy. Wilder's got a hell of excuses and they're stupid. But my problem is the price of the fight. What was it, $80? Mm-hmm. Okay, did you know it was $24.99 in the UK? A lot of places get them for free. Well, smaller countries, I think if you're in like a Switzerland or Norway, you might have a shot at that. But also the same thing with the wrestling pay-per-view that was on last night. It was $49.99 in the States. But if you had Fight TV in the UK or Europe, it was like $20. 20, 20 quid, 20 squids. I don't know what their currency is. I imagine they're just trading octopus. Well, okay. Octopi. So you know that you can, so a lot of those stream sites have official sites where you can sign up and pay $60 for the full year and get every fight. And what it is, it's because it's streaming from countries where they're free or they're just on their standard, like Brazil does it. In Brazil, they don't have pay-per-view. It's on just a regular sport Brazil also has fight. like every drug legalized, oh, decriminalized, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... It's that's what you're tapping into, and like paying the sixty bucks is paying the site that is allowed to restream them, so you get them all. And so I don't want to pay that either. <clears throat> I mean, that's my my manager said he did it for the Wilder Fury fight, and he said it was baller, dude. He's like four K on his TV, looked dope, buffered once or twice, but I saw that four I mean, K was pass, offered. That's pretty insane. Fight Pass and you know ESPN Plus it buffers. 
and because you're doing the same type of connection like we watched the mcgregor fight and it buffered right before the main event because nothing everybody at the same buffers, time is tuning in and fucking logging on and taking up the bandwidth nothing buffers more than wwe network after they did their last update changed oh, the imagine. entire interface of the network it, it was fine before but they changed it and like you can't fast forward very quickly through episodes if you want to get to shit but you click the stick and it's a 30 second interval so you have to hit it a shit ton of times buffers like crazy in between episodes like it, a lot of times it'll buffer and never come back for no so, reason like you're watching an hour long show 30 minutes in buffers doesn't come back and there's no excuse I'm hardwired into my router I got decent internet shit's running yeah fuck them it's fucking loaded conversation right there. Uh, the price of the streams, you didn't watch any of the fight technically, right? So I can't talk. Just, to I just saw yeah. the end of it and then yeah. you know read about it, saw highlights. I think making all those excuses is fucking whack. I think Wilder's done. He's fucking done. But he wouldn't have been as done if he would have shut the fuck up. Um, I mean Fury had like fifty pounds on him. I mean, are we gonna talk? To, I've, I don't. I don't know. I've, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole because that could fucking be a long one. There's there's no rabbit hole to go down. I'm no boxing expert. Everyone around me was picking Fury, and I picked Wilder just because I had to be. Thank you different. for people that were arguing with me on Facebook. Uh, people were picking Fury, and he was the chosen one for quite a, quite some time. So fuck you. The people that <laughs> picked Wilder, what I thought was stupid, was everyone openly admitted that he wasn't a good fighter, but he was a great knockout artist. And and what is the dude's name on ESPN? Atlas. Teddy Atlas. Teddy Atlas. I want to say Tony, but that's a black wrestler from back in the day. Teddy Atlas said, great punches aren't thrown, they're born. And I just was like, that's, that's fucking stupid. Like, are you saying like, like a great knockout artist is just born, like he's not trained? Like, it was a stupid comment. And then Max Kellerman said that he Wilder Wilder's corner should have let him fight. That a heavyweight division is the only place where a man should put his life on the line. Basically saying like if you're willing to die in a boxing ring, let him. And which beckons me to remember like didn't we just lose a shit ton We've of lost boxers like, nine, like seven within the nine, past year? Seven, I want to say boxers and like nine combat athletes altogether or something like that because Fucking in the in the ring. From uh, competition. From injuries, injuries sustained. sustained in the ring, correct. Yeah, whether or not they collapse in the back or collapse at ringside, go home and have an issue. Um, Adonis, Adonis Stevenson was recently one of them. I think that's his name. Um, and it's, you know, it's it's something that unfortunately is part of the sport, nature of the sport, you know, but it's been a lot more prevalent. It's crazy to hear. I think because of the stigma of, hey, and CTE, a lot of them were boxers, CTE, not MMA. Well, boxing is considered to be a lot more dangerous because of the padding on the gloves. You can take more. The concussion isn't caused by the amount of impact that hits your head. It's about what happens to your brain when your head is hit. So, like, little little things can cause, like, micro-concussions, they're, ca they're called, right? Because it's how your brain just is bouncing within the skull. Gross. Having the gloves, you're allowed to absorb more of the rattling. Where if you have the smaller gloves... Normally when the chins hit, you're out, and then hopefully someone's stopping you from taking unnecessary damage, <laughs> right? I see now, so many dudes take advantage of that. Now, back to the Teddy Atlas comment about... Uh, Great punches aren't thrown, about they're Wilder. Born. Yeah, so there's a, obvious, there's a theory in a debate within, I think, anything, and I don't know if it's ever going to be proven, but I think God-given talent, natural-born talent, genetics, those types of things carry over certain people have it and certain people don't 
taking Elon Musk, no matter how much you study, no matter how much you read books and how much you try to learn, even when you were a kid, you probably wouldn't compute and analyze and process things in your brain faster than Elon. His parents were very articulate that way, very whatever. Their brains worked very similar. You know, he genetically has that being passed down to him. There's certain God-given talents people have. Deontay Wilder, 100%, has the ability to probably kill a man in his hand. He talked about it on Rogan. He goes, I have, he goes, I learned a different respect for myself, and I started looking at myself differently when I realized that I could take someone's life with just one good one. And he has. 41 times has fucked people, fucked people's worlds up. 41 times he swings and very lethargic that's not to say that he's not a good boxer he's a good boxer he went to the olympics after only a year of training got the bronze medal he's a fucking good boxer is he as technical as a tyson fury no is he the most technical boxer ever no he just has phenomenal knockout power this match definitely showed his game his holes but i i agree with the teddy atlas thing and saying that you know he is a great knockout artist, but that may be all he has. Tyson Fury has a victory over Braun Strowman. Don't forget that. Yes, he does. Wilder doesn't. That's the sauce right there. At all. That's the sauce. Um, hot take. Do you think Conor McGregor will one day do anything with the WWE? Probably, yeah. I also see him probably being an actor. I was thinking Did to myself. Did you see if he... him shit on the WWE and Roman Reigns a few years ago? Because um, I don't, it, I don't know if it was a work or if he legitimately feels that wrestling is stupid. Uh, I mean, he might, man. So a lot of people think that he's like this athlete. At least the casuals think that he's like this athlete that kind of came in and was just able to talk shit and all that. He's no, been he, he fighting fight. since he was like fucking sixteen. He's Irish. Yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, all they do he, is drink and a, fight. He's from a small Irish town, from like with like very real roots and very like deep deep sentiments about that kind of thing and he's he probably he might think it's fake now is money gonna stop him from fucking probably acting and doing a bunch of shit definitely acting although maybe not man i kind of hope he doesn't i kind of hope he really is about the fighting and then once he retires he just kind of stays out of the limelight maybe goes to like events and you see him on the red carpet and you see him all that you know i hope he doesn't become an actor i hope he doesn't become this weird character of himself kind of like the rock the rock is so weird to me now because we grew up watching like him in the wwf and i remember reading his book and being like oh man the rock is like fucking cool because he's like got a normal life and all this like crazy shit and like but he's the rock and he's and now he's just fucking everywhere and you know everything about his life and you know he has a gym that follows him everywhere and you know that he like lives this lifestyle and you're just like ah rock <laughs> he's yeah he's, he's he's loaded he's the largest man on the planet probably he was the biggest star in hollywood had the most films and grossed the most money uh, what a year or two actor. ago yeah, it was the highest paid actor as well yeah the whenever he san andreas and rock. all the fucking movies came out he was the fucking rock dude did you know that he took wwe head writer brian gewertz with him to that what is this production company called seven bucks two bucks whatever i don't even know he took one of the top writers with him and employed him Dope. Yeah, that's one of the reasons. Like when during the what we know as the ruthless aggression era, it kind of shifted because he like uh, Brian Gortz left like halfway through. He's like a little like Neil Brennan type, like a big time writer, nerdy guy. Dope. Dope. You know what other UFC legend has been training to? I don't know where, what, what promotion, but uh, training to be a wrestler is your boy Tito Ortiz. Yeah, with uh, well, he already kind of did with TNA. 
Yeah, but so did like D'Angelo Williams and like a bunch of other like athletes. It was fucking stupid. Yeah, he already kind of da- dabbled with. I don't. I mean, he didn't do shit. Yeah, I don't know if I don't. It was like Tyson's affiliation with you I'm know okay Stone Cold with, and HBK. I'm okay with the crossovers, man. I think if if you can find success, like Rousey. I feel like even though she wasn't that success, I mean, she was successful in the sense that she fucking headlined WrestleMania and made an impact. But like for the for the for the narcs and the real real like wrestling, her fans, matches were good. Her promos mm, killed me. Mm, no, she had some botches and she injured people, but her matches yeah. were good. You didn't expect her to come out the gate and just be real like Aggressive scary. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe that's what played into it is that she hurt people, but her promos made me want her to go away forever. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's that's why so like bad. we know we know it's not we know it didn't work. They can pretend it worked. It didn't work, and that's why she's probably not doing it anymore, or at least for right now. I think the invite's out there, and she she, she just doesn't skills. want to. Okay, cool. I think I think she turned down some WrestleMania shit this year. And I, Kane Velasquez, I liked his matches in Mexico and thought he was awful in everything we saw on TV here. I think that's a weird thing that we were... Now that I'm thinking about it, and this might be the... The, the weed talking? The lettuce, but... The weed. I feel like... We're talking about fame. This, but these are some good examples of people that are being kind of forced into like a different limelight, and maybe just not about it. Like you take a forced? Ronda, yeah. Like you take a Ronda. She was someone that definitely developed in front of people's eyes, right? She went from being like this really good mixed martial artist who was the women's champion of a division that was really popular, right, to being the best female athlete on the planet for a good amount of time or for a short period of time but a good amount of chunk for two years three years Rhonda was fucking on the up and up and nobody was fucking with her right you kind of saw you kind of saw how that affected her she got involved in a lot she got involved in entourage she got involved in a lot of acting a lot of things that took her away from fighting which is what she did inherently she grew up a judo practitioner she grew up you know competing her mom was a judo practitioner she grew up an athlete she kind of has a taste of fame. She kind of has a taste of success, gets pumped up, right? She's also living in a world, though, that is completely absorbed with social media, which is this whole new aspect that we don't have. We didn't have 20, 30, 40 years ago. So she, what does she do? Oh, you know, the natural, the natural trans, tr- transition for someone like you in your spot, you know, a successful athlete, your MMA career might be on the down, downfall. You're a huge wrestling fan. You should do wrestling. And they fucking filled her, fill her head up and she's going to be this wrestler and she's going to be awesome. Then she gets in there and she's like mediocre. Yeah. She has some buzz. Yeah. She's popular. But to the wrestling fans, to that art, to that, to that skill set, she's mediocre. I think all athletes also, have a weird relationship with fame because you're so focused on your craft, whether it be basketball, football, fighting, MMA, whatever, that you're not really focusing on building a brand like someone in the entertainment industry would be doing, like a rapper, a musician, an actor. That's true. When she got fame, when she got to the level of success in the UFC, is when you start, you know, developing a brand. You have something to work with. Um, I think all athletes kind of do that. there's a lot of basketball players that don't like the public. There's a lot of you know wrestlers that don't like the public. What about what's-his-face on Twitter being completely out of his mind? The NFL player. Uh, Larry Johnson? Uh, whoever was going hard on Twitter. And With the were... Illuminati? I don't know. Okay, well, this is a great conversation when you know his name. Okay, go on, continue. <laughs> I mean, Larry Johnson, the former Chiefs running back, has been saying some crazy shit about um, the Kobe crash and Illuminati and stuff, but I don't know who you're referring to. Okay, I'll, I'll try to think about it. Uh, back to the athletes and the stardom and the fame. And um, a lot of NBA players not 
I was thinking like I just watched a lot of videos on on Randy Orton being a dickhead back in the day to fans. Yeah, and yeah. it's you know I've heard about Iverson in his heyday turning people down for autographs and telling them to fuck off. And I when I was younger, that type of shit always made me not like a celebrity who did that. Now that I've worked with quote unquote celebrities and famous people or been around them and seen how they act, I can understand it more because fans are literally the most annoying people on the planet. Yeah. yeah. Um. If if I approach someone, I have like a certain perspective and manners about it now, or like when you know I told you I met I, I was standing around Chino Moreno from the Deftones and I realized I had nothing to say to him, so I didn't. What was I gonna? I love your music. Oh, uh, you've never heard that before. I literally yeah. don't have shit to talk yeah, about. Yeah. So I didn't. I just let it go. Ended up using the same bathroom as him. That was cool. His poo smells is just as bad as the rest of us. Mm. Yeah, you got that. Got that Deftones poo. It was definitely Mexican food. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, I mean, that's true. And I, I also kind of think that people don't have to... I definitely believe everybody's trying to develop their brand just given the where they're at. But I don't think everybody needs to. I think it's okay for some people just to kind of succeed at the... That's why you're like, oh, I want to be famous. And like, it's this weird tie into fame. Like, I think people think they need to be famous because of social media and all this other weird shit. Because yes I question and, yes it. And no. I want to be famous. I question it. And I'm like, man, why do I, fuck do I want to be famous? I look famous at it as like, like a game. A, it's annoying. Famous looks like it's fucking annoying. It looks like it's fucking gross. Being, especially if you're the kind of famous where like, do you want to be successful or do you want to be famous? What if you're successful and you're taking in a shit ton of money, but you could actually go out and nobody would know what you look like because we're doing it behind microphones. I mean, obviously we're doing video and shit, but let's say we went that route. I'm a simple man. I want the money. Fuck the bitches and the fame. Okay. So that's what it is. You want success. <laughs> yeah. I want success, but I think I could I could I could live with being successful and not famous. People are mixing them up, I think, pretty bad. But I I, I would rather have both. I gotta have one or the other before I die to feel at least somewhat fulfilled. You know who thinks you're famous? Look at Roar. Looking at you. Wow. <laughs> the dog. That's magical. We'll Shout be, out to sponsor Ketamine. You'll be you'll be famous one day, Matt. Oh, I know. I'm confident. No, I know. I'm confident. Even though you told me not to record another mixtape. No, I did tell you to record a mixtape. No, you just... said not to. You said, I don't think that's the shit that's going to fly now. And no, that made didn't. me want to do no, it more. You said you wanted to do the a mixtape. The first thing I want to do is say, fuck you. You said you wanted to do a mixtape about talking shit. And I was like, hey, man. I maybe said parody be songs like, because if you have the rapping yes, ability parody. and do a, like a fucking Lonely Island type fucking parody song and then to have it specifically be in a podcast. Everybody does that shit. It's gross. Oh, I didn't know everyone does it. I don't. I try not to listen to a shit ton of podcasts. Oh, I mean, they may not do that specific thing with the parody music, but I'm saying everybody does. And parody I don't watch music. SNL at all. Parody rappers are like a thing. Little Dicky, he's kind of annoying. He, oh, my God. Laughed, he's so annoying. I laughed and Hi, like, I'm Dave. I laughed My and name's like, Dave. yeah. Hi, I'm Dave. I'm on Trojan commercials. My name's Dave. I will not watch any show that's on FXX. It's always sunny still on FXX, I believe, and it's still as good as it's ever. okay because they're on Vice, and I'll watch them there. Mm. I yeah. don't think you get how recent episodes do you get though? You don't get the newer seasons. I don't, I don't think. I don't even like the new episodes where Matt gets fat. Yeah, I don't even like those ones. Oh my god, you're like five seasons behind. I don't care. He's not fat anymore. I don't even really give a shit about that show. If anything, like Archer is the, the way to go. The most consistent show. The most consistent sitcom. 100%. Has been It's Always Sunny. Mm. At least for us, because it's still going. Here's a hot take. I think 95% of the sitcoms on TV suck wretched balls. Here's a hot take. I hate TV entirely, but I 
honestly sometimes feel like there's nothing better to do than to just sit on my ass and like zone out. And the only way I can think of doing constant that is content by throwing the TV pumped out of your television. Yeah. That's that because you can stream whatever you want, wherever or, you want, or YouTube, whatever you want. But then you got to think about it. How often have you sat there at the search bar like, oh, uh, am I going to watch uh, 9-11 videos or plane crashes today? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I lived with a, I lived with a <laughs> death corp. Did you get a little bit of both on 9-11 if you're... Well, that's what led us into that. We started with plane crashes, then it went to 9-11, and then it just went to like ISIS beheading videos. Mm. I lived with a death corp band for like half a year until they didn't pay rent. It was fucking awful. Every every artist I listened to was gay, unless it had like huge breakdowns and demon shit. Can you keep them entertained while I pee? Uh, probably not. But I know a couple songs. Go for it. <laughs> no kidding. I have nothing to go off of. You just left me here. We can go back on race talks and how other things are racist in the country. You know what? Now that he's not here, let's talk about Donald Trump. Um, I got nothing on Donald Trump. It's just going to make people tune out and hate the podcast. I'm so scared. I'm all alone. Um, the price of beef jerky pisses me off. It shouldn't be that expensive. I don't think killing animals and then salting their dried-ass meat in a shack in Oklahoma should cost $7 a bag for the smallest size. That's fucked up. And if you ever seen the little, like, canisters where they have, like, the, the fucking tobacco chew-looking beef jerky, that shit's disgusting. I don't... Whoever eats that, you've got to be, like, a trucker or, like, getting off the chew or just a total racist. It's, it's racist food for sure. Like, driving a pickup truck is, is one of the first signs of being a racist. But if you eat that nasty-ass beef jerky chew, you're definitely racist. And depending on how many Alan Jackson records you listen to currently today. Because I don't even think he puts out new music. So, like, there would have to be a correlation there. Packing a bowl without Brian. You should have a stage name. Brian's, like, not even a cool name. Could be, like, B-Rye Bread. I don't know. You're going to have to edit out several fucking minutes of that. There was only, like, one good thing I, I said through any of that. It was about beef jerky. I was gone for, like, a minute and a half. Okay, you're going to have to edit out at least, like, 45 seconds of that. It's not happening. Sorry. I talked about Donald Trump. Okay. Tronald Dump. Tronald Dump. What, what conclusion did you come to? What are you doing? Trying to back a bowl, but I have no poker. Or concepts of shit that you're doing. Put that back in the <laughs> container. Oh man, I've unleashed an animal. You haven't smoked in how long, and now you're just look at you. Many moons, many look at moons. You. Many moons. Fucking touch my glasses. These are mine. F- fuck you up, man. Yours are like way cheaper. They are. They're LGs. Yeah, not that I paid for mine, but Got them for free. Is it wrong if I put them on right now? Kinda. Boom! I wear my. All right, dude. Do you know who sings that song? And I'm kind of hungry. Yeah, I do from like back in the '50s, right? Oh my god, it's the '80s. His name is Corey Hart. Hey, give it up for Corey Hart. Shout out to Corey Hart. Famous brother of Bret Hart, trained at the dungeon. <laughs> it's not true at all. <laughs> I just looked at Matt right now. I was like, if you desecrate the Hart name, you motherfucker. No, Teddy Hart does a great job of that. So for our show, I'm, I want you to anticipate there being uh, like a... Was that your <laughs> that was, throat? That was my throat. Your esophagus? <laughs> That was water digest. You haven't eaten in a long time. I'm uh, no, I'm fasting right now. 
gross. What are you doing? I, dude, I don't want to smoke that. Uh, oh, my God. Can you please not get it all over the place? Have a little bit of, like, decency. In the, thank you. Thank you. You're in my house. Fuck you. You're in my house. Goddamn, my studio. Fuck your couch. Um... God damn it, you made me lose my train of thought. Oh, hey, speaking for- of fuck your couch, Prince has been dead for a while. When are they going to open up the Prince vault and, like, dump a shit ton of songs out? Like, we haven't had, like, a whole lot of unreleased shit from him since he died. Because you know how he, like, owned all his masters and didn't release stuff? Mm-hmm. Or if you posted anything on YouTube, it'd get taken down real quick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of that, who do you think in the entertainment industry has the power to have the internet scrubbed of whatever picture or video they don't want? Because I'll tell you right now, Beyonce is one of them. Maybe J-Lo. Like, if there was a picture that came out of A-Rod, like, dog-fucking some other chick, she would get that video scrubbed from the internet. I don't know. That, 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 if you're a, if you're a celebrity, if she was to get a photo wiped of the internet, it should be that one of her caressing her fucking vagine from the Super Bowl. That thing. I mean, it was a pretty hot photo, but. Yeah, why would you want to scrub? No, dude. It's not the best. It's not the best photo. What are you? Oh, my God. Do you need help? I need you to shut up because every time you talk, I pause and I'm about to just dump all the weed out. I hate you. You're a terrible person. Anyways. um, Tiny grinder for my big fucking hands. Who has the power to scrub the internet? You know what? I don't think... (laughs) think, definitely (laughs) Jay-Z. I don't think anybody does. uh, If it's that bad, whether or not people are going to do shit about it. I mean, we uh, we have it... In basically in writing that the Saudi prince fucking murdered a journalist and still not doing shit and he didn't have the power to wipe it from the internet. I, I said don't think in, the I internet, said in entertainment. I don't think anybody's safe. Because governments governments don't count. They could all like get whatever they want scrubbed. But they didn't. So that's why I don't think any Because it's Saudi Arabia. Because it's a fucking false flag or something. They want you to see that shit. I don't think anybody in entertainment has that power. Look at Trump. You think he would have some power, right? I mean, Taylor Swift got all her songs taken off Apple for a long time or taken off Spotify and shit. So, like, yeah, now Jay Z owns Title and a lot of his shit was on Title for a while and you can only go there for it. I mean, let, let, I, I, I think that there's a shitting of Taylor Swift right now. Taylor Swift. Taylor, Taylor Swift. Shit. Taylor Swift right now. There's a shitting of her. I don't think she's getting much hype and like publicity because people know like how much of a cringe she is. Yeah, she's I got really a show like all about herself. Yeah. She, it has like her it's little gross. public disputes and like and you know what's kind of gross about it is it's like ah you're fucking 25 years old still trying to write gross she, love she songs was older than that. however old she is but you're however old still trying to write gross love songs and well i think people like finally got shit. over those there's, songs there's real shit in the world going down <laughs> like you're not making why are you trying to make this about you all and the on the show she claims to like care about politics and issues and that everyone urged her not to full disclosure but she's never put it in that's that's what it's like her breaking out and that's one of the points of it was that everyone warned her not to get involved in like saying her her i guess politics i've never heard them but she used to be safe is it i guess but she's never fucking put that shit in her music where it would really be heard especially now when people are sick of the old shtick Mm -hmm. she should go through a renaissance and reinvent herself i mean come out with a gangster rap album like definitely (laughs) like switch it up do something new I don't know about that. I definitely do not know about that. But definitely, like, s- something drastic. Okay. That's fair to say. She could be the new Janice Joplin. Hmm. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. All right. Janice Joplin. <laughs> definitely older. Or maybe she might be 27. Right? Janice Joplin, I've, I mean, she was 27. Oh, I feel like Taylor's, what like, at least 30. No. Yeah, she's no. got that face that doesn't she's, age. I'm pretty sure she's Becca's age. That's why Becca hates her. 
Isn't Becca like 34? Okay. I just want to get shitted on. <laughs> just want to start shit. She's not going to shit on you, dude. She loves you. She's going to fucking be like 30 years old. You called it. Boom. Boom, bitch. Also, she looks. Not Becca, Taylor Swift. She looks creepy in that commercial. Um, hey, what about this photo, though? Can we get a moment? Can we? I don't even. That's not even her, is it? I was about I to say, Taylor I don't Swift. think that's her. Dude. She has a mad pretty face, but her body is extra bony, and she doesn't have, like, the curves that I am, like, necessarily looking for. If Google says that it, it's got to be true. But that's a terrible picture of Selena Gomez, so. Whoa, dude. Okay, Taylor. Yo. Hi. Not, nose job, by the way. Oh, yeah, probably. It worked, though. In that, in it that, worked. uh, what is it? A, uh, credit commercial she's in a commercial where she's like she's she's making an ice cream sundae for someone at an ice cream parlor and it falls off and she fucking squirts the whipped cream she like tilts her head and shoots the whipped cream in her mouth and she looks mad dorky doing it well it's taylor swift so she's gonna i mean unless this is new taylor over here unless this 30 year old taylor swift that's that's the type of taylor swift that'd be like throwing (laughs) that ass on you in some songs i take back yeah if you want to come out full christina aguilera you know She's perfect lips hanging from the out neck the, up. Lips hanging out the hanging out the underwear. Then uh, go for it, Taylor. I support you. She's perfect from the neck up. It's just everything else I have a problem with. Who? Taylor? Taylor Swift. I, mean, I don't know. Did you see the photo I was just looking at right her, now? Her body sure is like that? a strip of bacon. I don't know if that's... A, I but I eat bacon. Factual. I don't know if that's factual anymore. Vogue. All right. Well. Um... Is my hair on fire? That's a weird celebrity. No. Eyebrow is, though. Fuck. I hate this bong. This is the worst um, water pipe I've ever used. Who complains about shit like that? Fucking Matt does. And Matt's about to be in on fucking in a whole nother universe. <sighs> it sucked up a little bit of water. <coughs> Oh, 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 I go on a spit. Okay, go spit. Yeah, go. <coughs> no. You know that that, that you, it happened to you one time. You figured the second time you wouldn't suck as hard. Suck. <coughs> I'm good. I'm ready for this show of ours to just get buried so fast because <laughs> because of shit like this. Oh man. Oh, we're canceled. Okay. I can't. I can't wait to fucking do a bunch of hot takes on there. It's cool. It's going to have my name on it, so you and can get go ahead and get aggressive, in Get aggressively harassed. You know what I think of Wendy's breakfast? Motherfucker! Fuck Wendy's breakfast! <laughs> Actually, it debuts tomorrow, so I don't know yet. Wendy's breakfast does? Yeah. Dang. We're going to do a show. We're going to do a, a rough... Live from shows. the Wendy's! <laughs> Here in Austin, Texas. Do you think it's little square sausage patties on, like, biscuits? Probably. No, so check this out. I've had Wendy's breakfast before, and I didn't know it was, like, limited to, like, certain stores, but there's this particular truck stop on the East Coast. Uh, fuck. Rhode Island? No. Rhode Island? No. Massachusetts? I don't know. Somewhere over there. And I'd always... Oh, it's in Connecticut. And I'd always stop there, and they had a Wendy's that served breakfast because they were open 24 hours, and their breakfast wasn't that good. Like, none of it was. And what was it? it? I mean, it's, a, it's the same shit you get everywhere else, the bacon, egg, and cheese biscuits. I think they had some some shits on bagels or croissants or, like, their weird ciabatta bread. Um, but instead of hash browns, they served you, like, these home fries. They weren't, like, really potato wedges. They are like, smaller. Um, 
They weren't that good. They had like what Whataburger has a, a honey butter chicken biscuit. <sighs> yeah, theirs was fucking biscuit. terrible. Theirs was like a really disgusting fatty fried piece of chicken with like Jose's nut on the top of it. It was fucking terrible. Their biscuits weren't good either. Oh my god, honey butter chicken biscuit. I'm not a big fan of Whataburger. I fucking hate Whataburger. <laughs> But their honey butter chicken biscuit is great. You can buy that honey butter at HEB. Yeah, I know. Uh, we have it. Yeah, uh, and then no, you never need the, to go no, back. No, we have the mustard. We have the honey mustard that they got. Jalapeno ranch and the spicy ketchup. That's all I need. Spicy fuck. ketchup's good. Yeah, fuck the rest of their shit. You know who had spicy ketchup before them? Bakers in Riverside. Suck my dick, little burger. You were talking about the one in Beaumont? Beaumont, Riverside. Dude, that was the weirdest place because Baker's is like so regional that they're not even in all of Riverside. They're only in San Bernardino County. They're not even in LA. So like you got to be, pardon my French, San Bernardino County, kind of a scumbag to like oh, Baker's. San Bernardino is scummy. That's Sanbo. where hard is. is half of the years we've been and it's been scummy. Uh, NOS Events Center, Glen Ellen Pavilion. Yeah, I've been to some I've shit to, out there. I've been to NASCAR out there. I've been to... The That's in Fontana. Is that San Bernardino County? Yep. Oh, fuck. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure it is. Maybe not. Maybe I think not. The, the probably the purest times I've had we, have been we over did, there. We did a... We, did a, we <laughs> fucking... We were supposed to play a show with Chiodos at Pharaoh's uh, Lost Kingdom out there in the Oh my San god. Bernardino. I saw Ciara play there when the Goodies album came out. Oh god. That's horrible. <laughs> Did you didn't you go with me to rock the bells or pay dues or something? No. Was it Nick? Probably. I took one. I took one of you there. That was a really good festival. Like like all the good festivals back in the day that died. The like annual tours yeah, like and fe- the fucking yeah. almost acoustic Christmas and the fucking. They're all dead. I think the only ones that you can count on are Coachella. No, those are a day few fest. raves. The the the. There's I mean, none that tour. There's no, none no, that tour. No, no, no. Uh, they. I would argue that if they did a, a touring not fest, it'd probably work. They do. They're doing one. They tour? They just played two dates. No, they're doing... They just announced that they're playing like nine cities. But is it a not fest? Yeah. It's oh. the not, road, not fest road show. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. good for them. Uh, you know who's on it this year with them? Oh, God. Under Oath and a Day to Remember? Uh, well, okay. So, yeah, that ma- the, the ADTR thing makes sense because they were doing that self-help fest in the same spot that not fest was yeah. is it true at the fir- first not fest that they were burning barrels of camel shit to create their own smell because i read that from one of those metal sites like before it happened and then when i asked people all they would tell that went to the event they would say oh maybe that's why it smelled but no one could confirm that oh i haven't heard that it sounds like some weird shit slipknot would do they burned equipment one time i'm getting fucking hungry bro can we go eat I wanted to end this like an hour ago. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, this has been Matt Musclewhite. Matt, drop your uh, socials. At Musclewhite Matt. At Musclewhite said. M-U-S-S-E-L-W-H-I-T-E. Like the seashell and the color. And soon to be I hate the scene.com. Suck my dick in the back. I hate the scene.com coming at you. Uh, commoncast.net for all your common chaos stuff. Common cast? Common chaos. Uh, and uh, of Brian of death on Twitter. Instagram. The socials of Apollo on MySpace. Of Apollo on MySpace. Get it.